We're joined by Preet Banerjee, personal finance commentator, the founder of Money Gaps. It's time for the morning brief where we bring in one of our pundits to sort through some of the day's big stories. Good morning, Preet. Good morning, sir. So um, let's start actually with the uh, lowering of standards for new police officers. And I'm hearing from a lot of cops who say it was never required that you have a university degree, but it was preferential. And so the premier has decided to take that off the table. So right at a high school, if you want to go to the police academy, you could. Right. Well, so that's interesting. So this isn't really um, changing that aspect of it, but the elimination of tuition fees is mm-hmm. um, interesting. Um you know, listen, I understand there's a cute need for more bodies on the street. We get that uh, based on what's been going around in the city. Um, but I don't love the idea that reducing the barriers to entry is the solution instead of making it more attractive to be a police officer. Because one of the long-term issues we're going to face is who are going to be the future police officers? Where are we going to get them from? How do we attract the next crop? So I don't know if reducing barriers to entry is the long-term solution. But I do have a request. If you're going to reduce or sorry, eliminate the tuition that I would like to see the enrollment go to, you know, reflecting the diversity of the overall population um, and not just like what are the standards going to be for, you know, figuring who is going to be in those next cohorts. I would like some thought put into that and maybe articulated so it can be a little bit more transparent. Okay. Um, I don't know what people should make for a living, but uh, Brian Lilly writes a column today about how apparently the board of directors at Metrolinx thinks that the boss should be making more than a million dollars, and that's been submitted to the province. What do you say? Uh, Well, I mean, if you can back that up um, and state your case as to why you think that, you know, a certain person should be earning that level of money, great, make your case. I just don't see that case being made based on what we've seen uh, for the tenure of when this individual came into the top job. I think they were making about a half million a year, and it's increased to over $800,000 during a time which I don't recall seeing any big wins for Ontario Transit users, if anything at all. Yeah. If anything, there's increased frustration, missed deadlines all the time, questionable you know, projects as to where should we put a new station when there's clear public backlash. So who is exactly thinks that they're doing such a stellar job that there should be an an even greater pay increase over and above the already great pay increases that this person has had over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I would say maybe you get a lollipop the day that the Eglinton Crosstown opens. Uh, well, I guess you could uh, prepay for one and, and you know expect to get that in many years from now because <laughs> it's been a long time and I just don't know when it's going to come. We talked to an accountant yesterday who launched a campaign to get uh, the federal government to waive the May 1st requirement for filing your taxes. And the CRA came out yesterday and said, nope, there is not going to be an extension to the tax deadline. I do think, though, Preet, that the accountant made a compelling argument that if you're a person who does your own taxes and you have a pressing question and you get on the phone, nobody's going to answer your call. Yeah, it is a good point because there are still lots of people who use phones, apparently, um, Mm -hmm. and they have questions. While there are, I would say there are some really great online resources for people who want to learn how to file their own taxes. There's no shortage of resources to, to do that for you. That being said, not everyone can do it. It's a very intimidating thing for a lot of people. Uh, I don't think anyone who is a perennial 
tax filing procrastinator should be banking on an extension. Mm-hmm. If you're just procrastinating, just get your tax taxes done. But uh, the CRA has said that, you know, it's possible that if, you know, there could be some kind of relief if you file late due to circumstances beyond your control. And, and they say that's on a case by case basis. So they haven't specified if, you know, a strike falls under something that's not under your control. You could argue that it is, but I think they might take a look at, all right, what's been the previous tax history for you? Have you been maybe a low-income filer that has had issues filing before and it would be reasonable that you need help? Whereas if you are just a procrastinator trying to use that as an excuse, I think they'd be saying, no, uh, we're not going to allow that. So police in Peel region are investigating a guy who will ship by mail a product that is completely legal and it's sodium nitrate. It's often used to preserve meat, for example. But if consumed in large quantities, it is toxic and people have been using it to kill themselves. And, you know, I I don't think there's much of a moral dilemma here, but I guess, you know, legally the guy can try to make the argument. He's selling a legal product by mail. There's no law against that. But, I mean, effectively, he's assisting people in killing themselves. Yes, but I don't know enough about the motivations or what exactly they're being able to connect the dots to say that you're doing this because you want to help people um, commit suicide. So, you know, from on one hand, if they are selling the substance, which, like you said, is used for preserving meat and people are using it in an unintended way, he's not promoting it in this unintended use. He doesn't know that people are saying, yeah, you know, I'm buying this abnormally large quantity or whatever it is because I want to harm myself. Then, you know, where do you draw the line? Uh, you know, do you go to every hardware and say hardware store and say, hey, listen, you can't sell rope. So unless this investigation, which has been launched, shows that he's specifically doing something because, hey, he's trying to make a profit off of this because he sees that this is something that's growing online. Yes, obviously that's bad. But if it is true that he's just selling something that is used as a meat preservative and he has no intention of it being used in any other way, then, you know, someone's got to stand up for that, too. Uh, tempers flaring last night at a Catholic school board meeting, and it was all over whether or not they would raise the pride flag. I don't know how this got to the point of public outrage, but apparently it has. Uh, yeah, listen, my my personal opinion is that I'm not a big fan of publicly funding Catholic schools. I think we should publicly fund schools, period. And if you want to take your kids to learn Catholicism, do it on your own dime, take them to church. I think that government spending generally tends to preclude funding activities that are anti-inclusive or, you know, don't at least promote inclusive inclusivity. Uh, but I also recognize that thinking institutions like that are easy to um, fix or, or reimagine is easy to talk about and difficult to do. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning. Thank you, John. Preet Banerjee, if you like what you hear, you can learn more about his personal finance perspectives at the website MoneyGaps.com.